Welcome to Tea Time with Tiffany, a podcast about faith, books, and everything in between. You can read all of my writings about these same topics over at lifeofacatholiclibrarian.com. you welcome to tea time for lent 2018 this is episode three we are officially in the third uh, excuse me the second week of lent uh, because this is just our second full week of lent i also did an episode on ash wednesday (laughs) which is like a little partial week um, to start out our lent so that's where we're at in our season Um, so this is friday officially of the second week of lent And what we've been doing uh, every week here for this special liturgical season is that I'm picking a different Lenten theme each week, and we're just having a quick, like, nine-ish minute discussion about it together while we enjoy our coffee or tea. I have coffee today. Um, So um, the very first episode, we talked a little bit about Ash Wednesday. Last week we talked about Lenten resolutions, and that does actually somewhat tie into what I'd like to do over the course of the next three weeks, which is that I'd like to talk about the three official pillars of Lent as laid out by the church, which are prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So we'll cover each of those a week. We'll start with prayer. So I thought that I would do a quick little bit of research because I am a librarian and I found the USCCB, so the United States um, Conference of Catholic Bishops, on their website they have a page about Lent and so I thought we would use that as our guide for these next three episodes. Um, So on this page, and maybe I'll uh, stick a link to this in the show notes, I'll just briefly read this opening paragraph. The 2018 Lenten season begins on Ash Wednesday, which is February 14th, 2018, for Latin Rite Catholics with Easter Sunday falling on April 1st. During Lent, we are asked to devote ourselves to seeking the Lord in prayer and reading scripture, to service by giving alms, and to sacrifice self-control through fasting. Many know the tradition of abstaining from meat on Fridays during Lent, but we are also called to practice self-discipline and fast in other ways throughout the season. Okay, so we're going to use this all as our guide over these three episodes. So we're starting with prayer, and there isn't a lot in this opening paragraph about prayer, but I thought that it was interesting that it notes prayer and reading scripture, because of course reading scripture is a form of prayer. We are uh, quietly devoting our minds and our hearts to learning more directly from the Lord. And we can also practice a form of prayer called Lectio Lexio, that might be the correct pronunciation, Divina, where we are really meditating on passages in scripture, reading them very slowly and thoughtfully. And contemplating what those things mean and what they mean in our life and perhaps journaling about those things as they come to us. Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. Maybe I need a sip of coffee. So reading scripture as well as prayer. Okay, that helped my sip. So prayer, I think, it's somewhat self-explanatory. Yes, we all associate something with prayer. There are many different forms of prayer. But 
for all of us is going to call to mind um, maybe hearkening back to our childhood, <clears throat> praying in bed or in the mornings, just um, asking the Lord for something, asking for his help with something, expressing our concern or worries about something. And for me, I know that this comes up during my day. I am a person, this is something that I need to work on, I don't really set aside a specific time for prayer. I really should do better, there's no doubt about it. I know that everybody's different in this regard. But I, I do like structure and tend to thrive in structure, but in this way I am not structured. I just tend to keep try to keep the Lord in my thoughts throughout the day, and as things come up, I will call out to him. You know, if I uh, am worried about something, something happens, and I need that immediate sort of um, conversation. I mean, it's difficult because within prayer, you feel like you are talking, right, to a friend. And in terms of how we hear an answer back, of course, it's not going to be in the traditional way as if you were talking to a friend, whether it be in person or on the telephone or via text message or whatever the case may be. It's not going to be that clear. And so we're expressing ourselves and we may just be gauging his response based upon the way that we feel or as expressed through other people or other things that happen in our lives. It may be through the scriptures. It may be at mass while the scriptures are being read or while the uh, presider is giving his homily. So it could be in a number of different ways. It is definitely not a cut and dry kind of a process. So in the past, I have prayed the rosary and I love to pray the rosary in the car. I haven't been able to do that since the fall because I now have a stick shift and I just, obviously my hands are busy um, with that. But not only that, I, I well, now that I've gotten more proficient at driving the car, I thought, oh, maybe if I just had like a little one decade rosary, you know, I've made plenty of those. I can just hold it in my left hand. I'm shifting with my right. And, you know, I could probably just follow along as with that hand on the steering wheel. I, I can't do that because you know what it is, is that prayer, of course, also occupies your mind. Prayer really, it's a whole body type of experience, although you wouldn't think of it that way. It's our minds, it's our hearts, and it's also our physical gestures. Obviously in mass, we're getting up and down, we're kneeling. Um, we may do that when we pray too. I think for some people, the posture of kneeling makes it, it helps your mind to focus. Um, but I'll be going throughout your day as I'm walking from the classroom back to my office. I'm not doing that. I'm just walking. But I'm, it's sort of like your whole person is directed towards your creator in those moments. But at any rate, back to the car, um, my mind being so occupied, um, with two things at once, not a good combination. I, at, <laughs> at that time, I need to be focused on driving the car and what I need to be shifting to and all of that. Um, it was just too distracting. So, so I haven't been able to do that. I've just been trying this Lent to keep the Lord in my mind and heart more. And that's very subjective, but I've, I've been trying to keep it as this is something that I'm going to focus on. I want to be more prayerful. I want to be thinking of the Lord more. And I want to be thinking about the Lord's will more. 
So as I go about my daily interactions, what is it that, how would the Lord want me to respond to this person? How would the Lord want me to handle this situation? Obviously, I try to do that all the time, but in Lent, I'm really focusing my attention on honing that even more. So I would say that's how I've been going about prayer for this particular Lent. I know um, some of my friends have made a commitment to go to adoration every week. I have made a commitment to go to daily mass, have done other things to um, try to spark their prayer life, more structured ways. So it really does depend on each individual person. I have also been keeping up with my devotionals, which is a form of prayer, and they all contain a scripture verse, so that has been wonderful. I really would like to develop a scripture reading habit in the evenings, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. I do have my Bible right by my little spot on the couch where I have all of my knitting and crocheting and um, the book that I'm reading sitting over there. I have a Bible over there. I, I have the new um, journaling Bible um, by Our Sunday Visitor, put out by Our Sunday Visitor with the beautiful collaboration with Blessed Is She, the, um, uh, the lovely, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, but the special scripts, you know, the writings that they have in there, the inspirational quotes, um, it's just beautiful. And I can write notes in there. Of course, you know, artistic people can draw pictures in there and all that. And I'm not artistic in that way, so my Bible won't look as lovely as theirs. But that could really be a beautiful form of prayer. And I'm following a blog that Sam turned me on to where um, the author gives you some ideas for using this specific journaling Bible and different ways that you can transfer prints and other drawings that you're doing into those uh, journaling margins. Really good stuff. I'm going to try to remember to put some of this in the show notes. So I'm going to go do that right now. Our time is up for the week. I hope that this was, I don't know, um, thought-provoking in some way. I'd love to hear what you're doing this Lent to work on your prayer life. And I'll look forward to talking to you all next week about fasting. Yay! <laughs> See you then. Bye! <laughs>